everyone. Welcome back to Kindest Regards. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. I hope you're all having a wonderful week. I am absolutely freezing and I have heating in my house. I woke up this morning and I checked the weather app and it was six degrees outside. That's like, I'm not a cold girly, so I don't do well in this kind of temperate, but like I, like during my lunch break today, I had a bath. I had a bath and I have heating. I had a bath just to defrost. Like I'm in full socks. I got slippers over my socks. I got a full hoodie on. I'm a complete baby. I will accept that. But I am, I'm just so excited about warm weather. I've never been this excited. I I feel like, yeah, I'm just me in the cold weather just ain't vibing right now. Um, As a reminder, this will be my last podcast for a couple of weeks because I think when this goes live, I... I'm three days away from, I think three days away from leaving for my honeymoon. So as sad as I am to be leaving you guys, I'm very, very excited to have a break. I know I've mentioned before, this will be, I think my first break in about six years where I have no work to worry about, like completely, you know, clocked off annual leave. I have no uni like uni is done. I'm not like prepping for another semester. I'm not like ordering textbooks. Crazy that I don't have that to worry about. We have no wedding to plan. It's just a full on break, which is crazy. But I feel like having that time to actually really switch off, like switch your brain off, take it out, take it out and put it in the closet and lock it up and just go. I honestly can't remember what that feels like. So I... Could not be more excited. I will miss you guys, of course. I'll miss recording the pod for a couple of weeks, but I am, of course, on my Instagram, my personal Instagram, and also the Kindest Regards pod. I'm still going to be posting and responding to your guys' DMs, so do not fret. I figured a good way to sort of wrap the podcast for a couple of weeks is a Q&A. I know that sort of seems like a cop-out, which I guess in some ways it kind of is, but I just feel like it's... I've said this before, but it's like a really good way for me to make sure that like topics that maybe aren't a whole segment get addressed and they don't just like completely fall by the wayside and don't get talked about at all. If it is like, you know, it might take me a couple of minutes to answer a question or it might take me 30 seconds or it might take me five minutes. Who cares? You can just like bundle them all up into like a pretty little Q&A. So it's not a cop out. I got some really great, oh my gosh, I feel like I've been stumbling over my words these last few podcasts, a little bit embarrassing, won't lie. Um, I feel like I got some really good questions in my most recent question box on the pod Instagram, but I've also gone back and pinpointed a couple that I thought were good, but were from a few boxes ago, but I still want to make sure that things get talked about and things get addressed. So let's jump into it. Okay, to start off, I don't think I've ever talked about this before on the pod, but I actually got a question just asking like how I record my podcast and what equipment I use because the sound quality is always bomb. Thank you. I appreciate that. I do put in, I like invested in a good mic. I actually had a microphone that my old podcast producer, I used to have a true crime podcast. Um, he worked at Foxtel and he was very, very kind. He had like, you know, heaps of stuff that he bought like for his own set up at home and he gave me a Rode microphone and I remember using it thinking it was so good. It's unfortunately like lost a little bit of its luster years, years later, but I purchased another one of the same microphone because I love it. Um, the reason I like it is because like right now I don't have to like sit 
you know, straight up on a desk and like the microphone is like leaning, like it does have the ability to do that. You can have like the little stand where it sits on its three legs, but I really like it just as a standalone microphone. So I can like hold it. I like, I'm a gesture girly. So like right now I'm doing a lot of hand gestures. I'm like talking as if I'm in a conversation and I feel like a free mic allows you to do that. Like it is connected. It's not wireless, but it's got like the longest cord in the world and it's like tied up so I can, I can move about. So I don't know what the microphone is. It says it's by Rode, um, the microphone brand, and it just says NT USB on the side. And it's just the one with like the microphone at the top, the two dials on the side. I could post a photo probably of the mic that I use if you are of interest, but I use the program Audacity to edit my podcast. I produce live. So I do everything as I'm recording. So it's very, very easy. I have my template with like the intro. Um, I just quickly snip in all of my break audio and then the end it's the easiest thing ever guys I don't find producing and recording a podcast stressful at all I find the system really easy to use obviously like when I first started using the um I recorded the true crime podcast in the like in an actual studio so I'd never actually done like done it myself but um my amazing friend Simon who produced my last podcast helped me like okay this is the system you should use because it is really user-friendly and I do love it so if you are looking to record a podcast or you're looking to do something of this nature the Rode microphone is fantastic I just have like my MacBook Air plug it in and I use Audacity so that's my go-to okay next question favorite fragrance and body care for a European summer love that question and I Still feel like I'm like figuring, I'm just going to tell you guys what I do, but obviously it's not like gospel. It's not like Bible. Don't, you know, everyone's skin is different. Everyone's like taste and fragrances are different. And I feel like mine changes, you know, all the time. But what I'm doing this time around, I have been obsessed with the Who Is Elijah perfumes for a little while now, and I'm still very much on that bandwagon. I feel like they're the perfect scent for all year round like you can pick the scent that you want to roll with for like three months or four months or six months and then you just like switch it up with another one and they just they all complement each other so well they're really really beautiful and they have something for absolutely everyone um I've tried O um E-A-U which was my wedding perfume and I still um I want to bring that like vibe into the honeymoon so I'm definitely taking that I also have Nomad which I'm gonna bring as well because I love um they're both who is Elijah I've also got like I've got the full bottles but I've also got the um like the handbag bottles like the little ones um one great thing about who is Elijah this isn't sponsored by the way I always feel the need to preface that when I'm being like overly emphatic about a brand I don't want people to think that I'm like getting paid to say it I'm not um they have sent me product though in the past but no obligation to say this or post or talk about it in any way I've I've also bought their perfumes I bought all of the perfume for my wedding everything so yeah I I love it I feel like if you, what I was going to say was who is Elijah's great because if you haven't tried their perfumes before, they're on like the iconic, they're on a couple of different retailers, but they also have like their own website. You can order like a bundle for like 50 bucks and get like a couple of different ones to try. So you can see before you order like a big, like a, a massive bottle of something that you maybe haven't tried or you, you're not sure if you're going to like. So highly recommend that. And that can be a really good like entry point into 
like slightly more luxe fragrances if you haven't, but I am no snob with fragrances. I've um, like, I love the YSL black opium, which is obviously like more expensive, but I think Ariana Grande's perfumes slap and I will die on that hill. Absolutely slaps. The cloud perfume by Ariana Grande is like definitely a Baccarat Rouge dupe obsessed it's also now so hard to get like I used to be able to order that shit on Amazon and it would come like same day next day and it was like 40 bucks now like I think the demand is really high so it's like 70 dollars for a bottle so I haven't bought it in a little while because I'm a bit like I don't know if I can like justify spending it on that perfume but I also just picked up from the chemist the other weekend uh her new perfume I just feel like I have to try it now that I was like so ride or die with her last one I was like I feel like she might be onto something so I got the mod perfume that she just came out with in like vanilla I'm not normally a vanilla girl I think it's like sickly sweet it is not at all it's like a slight slight variation to cloud so if you do like that Baccarat Rouge scent I feel like it's very very similar to that um so I'm going to bring all of those, to be honest. I'm going to bring all the perfumes I normally have to Europe. They're my faves at the moment. Body care, I get the – also, maybe it's because I'm a self-tanner. Like, I put my my skin through the ringer, guys. Like, it's it's it goes around the block. Like, it struggles. So my face, not so much, but maybe it's because I don't use the set. Like, I probably put more attention into my face than I do my body. But my main priority with my skin – particularly because I do self-tan is just being hydrated at all times because there's nothing worse than that like flaky like snake-like skin when particularly if you're a self-tanner so I've been using the Suzanne Kaufman body cream for at least three months and I am absolutely obsessed that is definitely coming with me to Europe it's got the most unique beautiful scent but it is like the luxest formula I absolutely love it you can get it at Mecca Um, it's fantastic and you definitely get like quite a lot in that tub, but this is not a bougie recommendation at all. And you can get it from Chemist Warehouse. I've been using, I think it's Dermavine. I think the brand is Dermavine. It's like got a blue pump bottle and a white tub or like tube, but it's for extra dry skin. And I don't know if I have extra dry skin or like just dry skin, but it's not the point. I feel like it's definitely a fake tanner's best friend. Um, you can put that, like I put it on every, every day, like this week I've been putting it on because I feel like I've been prepping my like, you know, winter Australian skin for like summer. And I want to, I don't want to look like scaly. Um, It's absolutely fantastic if you feel like your skin is just like really struggling. It's not feeling its best. Highly, highly recommend getting that. I feel like it's a lot stronger than other things, but it's good for getting it to that place where you don't need, like you could use a nicer one once you use that a couple of times. Okay, I I got this question, Europe Travel Essentials. This is really tough because I'm in the process of packing. I did do a big bulk order on Amazon for like, you know, adapters, vitamin holders, like toiletry cases, um, like those packing cubes. Uh, I bought, I ordered another couple of books to take on the plane, which is no great shocker. Um, I feel like I almost want to answer this question like once I've done it and like I've gone on the trip and I can come back and be like, okay this stuff slaps like this is what you have to get so I have ordered all of that stuff I my dining room like poor Thomas he doesn't care though which is just bizarre I would care if he did this but our dining room is just like all my clothes that I like I've been doing like you know rounds of washing spot cleaning a few things all my dresses are hanging up on our full-length mirror I'm like ready like I I've got this process like 
down to a freaking science and I've never really been like this when I travel everything's in piles I've got everything like ready I know exactly like the vibe I'm going for I've got all the pieces I've also been freaking ruthless I promised myself that I was not overpacking for this honeymoon and I think Thomas would probably divorce me if I did because he's like you you need to pack like appropriately like stop bringing your entire wardrobe and in his defense couldn't agree more could not agree more I go as if I'm not going to shop, which is just categorically untrue and very like lacking self-awareness. I'm definitely going to shop. I'm not going to buy a whole new wardrobe over there, but I'm going to shop. I'm like, I'm going to shop. So I don't know why I'm packing like I'm going to the middle of nowhere with no access to anything. And if I forgot like one thing, it would be the end of the world. It was not an issue at all. Like, I don't know why I pack that way. So I refuse to do it this time. I am going to be one of those crazy organized psychos that takes a photo of every outfit that they've like kind of got or different variations of outfits and put puts them in like a little album. I haven't actually got to that yet, but I do have time. So I'm going to do that. I've promised myself I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it. And then when I'm on the plane, I think I'm going to like organize them all and like make it neat. So I feel like that's not an essential, but if you are someone who like gets a little bit you know, overwhelmed when packing and ends up packing twice as much as what they need. I feel like that's a really good way to make sure that you can make outfits out of what you pack. You know exactly what's in your luggage and you've done the due diligence. Like there were times where I'd pack things that I hadn't even tried on before and I'd take it halfway across the world and hated it when I got there and didn't even like it on me. And I'm like, why did I do this? I know I love every single thing I'm packing. I've either worn it before or I've tried it on and I know that I like it. So I feel like that is a tip for my overpack girlies. Okay, this one's a little out of left field, which I kind of like. I've got, I saw a TikTok where you said that your mum was Miss Australia. I'd love to know how that made you perceive beauty, confidence, and self-care. That is a fascinating question. I love that. I feel like that's super rogue, but I, I like it. Um, Okay, I've seen a TikTok where you said, yes. So when my mum was a bit younger than me, um, back in the day, she was Miss Australia. Um, she loved it. She speaks so highly of it. She made some like incredible friends doing it. She had amazing, amazing business opportunities. She modeled her entire young life. Um, and that was definitely her platform. Um, she like met her first husband through that. She, yeah, she had like the best experience and she speaks really, really highly of it. My mum has always been like keeping in mind, like, you know, she's lived a million lives, but she's a psychologist. She owns her own business. She's, you know, she, a very different resume now. But to her credit, like she doesn't like she doesn't see that as a defining part of her life really at all in the sense that she's much more proud and focuses more on all the things that she, you know her PhD all the things she worked really hard for later in life. But that part of her youth was so unique and I think she had such an incredible time doing it that she reflects really highly on it but I do think like knowing her now and obviously growing up with her and you know her habits and the way she is she takes great pride in aesthetics in every part of her life and I know that I have adopted that habit which can be really really great for certain things but it can also be like that perfectionism can be a little bit debilitating. So I would say in terms of like perceiving beauty, confidence, self-care, I don't know that it's like that part of her life that makes me see it this way, but she had such a unique 
experience when she was younger and she grew up you know in those sort of very formative years in such a pressure cooker environment and I think you know modeling in that time was probably very different to what it is now I'm not like trying to draw a comparison at all and I'm not a model so I don't know what that's like but I think she I don't know if she adopted those habits from that time in her life or if it was always who she was. I know that my grandmother, like on my mom's side, she, you know, never had a hair out of place. She always took a lot of pride in how she looked. She took a lot of pride in her home. She always, you know, saw value in, you know, look good, feel good, very much lived life by that mentality. And my mom is the exact same, you know, like she's just always had that way about her. Like no one ever doesn't comment on how beautiful mom is. That's like, a, you know, physically she's conventionally beautiful. That's a given. But I feel like she has an incredible like presence about her, which I, I think is fantastic. And people really like, I know that my friends, like they always ask her like, okay, so like talk to me about your work. Like, can I ask you for advice? Like she's always that person. Like, and it's not, I guess it is because she's a psychologist, but she really does like give off that energy about her. Like she's a real um, like a pillar of strength in that way. So I think I'm sure there are aspects of that that informed her personality that by proxy informed a lot of my sort of perfectionist tendencies, how I feel about self-care and the importance of it and, you know, look good, feel good. Yeah, probably. Like I'm sure that, you know, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to draw that bow. I don't have any negative I don't think it's negative. I don't think there's anything about it that's like really debilitating or anything like that. And I feel like she would say the exact same thing. Um, But I guess it's silly to think it doesn't inform, you know, aspects of your personality and aspects of your life because it is a very unique experience to go through and I'm sure she would say the same thing. Okay, I've got a question that just says, Dermalogica skincare routine, deep dive. <laughs> so, okay, I feel like I've probably talked about this more at a high level, but I'm, I've am i actually brought out like my little skincare bundle from Dermalogica to talk through the products that I use on a regular basis. So the first two are cleansers. The first one that I use is a pre-cleanse. Um, I don't use this every day, but I, I don't, just before I preface any of this, I this isn't sponsored again. Um, I do have a relationship with Dermalogica. They do send me um, products and, you know, all of that, but I'm under no obligation to post or talk about it, as I said earlier. Um, But I just, I'm so ride or die with Dermalogica. I've been using them for years. I don't know if I will ever not use them. They just, they work really, really well with my skin. But disclaimer, I have sort of combination skin. Sometimes it's dry, sometimes it's oily, but my T-zone is pretty notoriously always oily. So this is what works for my skin. Um, the first two products cleanses, a pre-cleanse, don't use this every day. It's more like a deep cleansing oil. So if you've worn like heavy makeup, um, or anything like that, um, and the special cleansing gel I use after that, I would, I do use the special cleansing gel every day. Um, for whatever reason, and obviously you can't always attribute things to like one way of doing it is what made it good, but my skin has been the best it has ever been. I very, very rarely get breakouts. Um, I like, I can't even remember the last time I had like a, I'm trying to, yeah, like hormonally, like you might get like a, I, yeah, but even like hormonally, like I have been on birth, I was on birth control for, oh my God, like seven years. Um, and I no longer am. And maybe that has something to do with my skin, but I was on the birth control initially for my skin. So it doesn't make sense. It would be better now. Like the math ain't mathing, but don't try and work it out. Um, 
so the special cleansing gel, I just feel like when I stopped using it for a little while, not deliberately, I can't remember why I stopped using it. I think I ran out and I hadn't gotten a top up and I used something else and I felt like I noticed. So I don't know, but the special cleansing gel I use every day and absolutely love it. I have um, two products from the Power Bright range that I think I would take if I had to go on a desert island with nothing else. I'm ride or die with it. The Power Bright moisturizer is 50 plus. It's amazing. It's sort of designed to help shield you from like dark spots and that I love. I don't have a lot of dark spots, but I do get like freckles and I sort of get some pigmentation completely gone when I started using this, but also I feel like I have gotten no new ones. And I think that it's definitely because of that. And the Power Bright Dark Spots Serum fades dark spots fast. So under your eyes, like I consider to be like a dark spot. I don't have big bags or anything, but just like depending on whether or not I haven't had enough water, I feel like I can get some pigmentation. Same around like my cheeks and different areas on my face. That is just, there's nothing like it. Um, I use the skin smoothing cream. I My skin's never felt better than when I use this. It's, they say, let me like read on the back. It's active hydro mesh technology infuses skin with 48 hours of continuous hydration. Yeah, that's what it feels like. It's like nothing I've ever used. My skin feels phenomenal. I got my sister onto this and she's just been like, I can't believe I lived my life without this, which is exactly how I felt before I used it. The next thing is the Bioluminum C Serum. I think C serums can be really, really complicated for people, like knowing whether or not it's good. Uh, like I know there's a lot on the market. Um, this is fantastic. I I love it. I obviously like can't compare it to other things because it's the only one I've ever used, but it brightens, it firms, it does the whole deal. I use that every day. I have two masks that I use from Dermalogica and I rotate it depending on my needs. The first one is sebum clearing. Uh, that's like active clearing. So I'd only really use that in my T-zone. And it's more if I'm feeling like I'm a bit clogged, like my pores are a little bit clogged. I feel like that's phenomenal. The next one is the multivitamin power recovery mask. Uh, I just feel like this is when it's like I would use this if my skin's feeling like a bit dull, dehydrated, bit just like it's lacking the vibes. I would put this on. Um, I've also used this just as like, I'll mix it sort of with a moisturizer and put it on and just like leave it for a little bit. And I think it's got, let me read this, concentrated vitamin A, C, E, and linoleic acid to help restore skin, showing signs of damage, enhancing barrier properties. Yeah, it's just like, it's just a little bit of a rescue. It's a bit of a rescue mask. Um, the next thing that I use is retinol clearing oil. Obviously, I'm not going to advise you on how to use retinol. It's very, very personal whether or not you even want to use retinol. I do use it twice a week. I integrated it into my skincare routine a little while ago. I know that it's not for everyone, but it is preventative. It's clearing. It's great for signs of aging. Obviously, I'm not, you know, I'm aware I'm 25, um, but it is preventative. So if you are someone who's interested in like preventative skincare and things like that, I do recommend retinol because it's, yeah, I don't know that there's anything else out there that does what retinol does at this point that's apart from like injectables and things like that. And just a silly little thing, but I have the Dermalogica Gua Sha as well. Um, and I love it. I think most of these do the exact same thing, but it's a pretty like sage green and I love it. Uh, I've also got uh, all of my, I the beautiful team at Dermalogica sent me over like a bundle of travel size stuff for my honeymoon. And I was going to find a way to squeeze all of it into my other, um, like my little 
travel toiletry holders anyway. So I was always bringing it, but I'm very grateful for the travel sizes. So if you are traveling, they do have all of these like epic products and travel sizes as well. Phew, you guys, I feel like we're, we're getting through them. All right. The next one is nail routine. I, okay. My nails have always just been such a source of contention in my life. I've never been a hundred percent on how I do them, but I feel like I've been as close as I've ever been to being like, okay, this is what works for me. Um, I haven't, although just like quick disclaimer, I haven't tried the Biab gels yet. And apparently they're really good. Like the builder gels, I've heard only good things. So I am tempted like when I get back from my honeymoon, just because I'm not emotionally ready to take on a new nail journey at this point. But when I do, I'll let you know how I'm going with it because I think I just, the curiosity, it's, I have to try it. Um, I have no problems growing my nails. The problem with my nails is strengthening them. I have used a really, really good strengthener in the past called Revita Nail, and it is phenomenal, and I do love it. But even using that, I find that one of my like uneven nails, guys, like it's just my it's my pet peeve, not on other people, but like on myself. Um, so what I do is I have a whole kit at home to do my nails, guys. But I'm definitely going to the nail salon at the moment, and I just I haven't had the energy. I think with the wedding finishing uni where I just like the thought of having to do my own nails right now just I don't have the patience for it um but I do advocate for it if you can but I adore the girls that do my nails like I'm on like a full-on like I have a full love affair with the girls that do my nails um so what I get is I've been getting a very like my nails I don't have any fake nails on like I don't have tips or anything my nails are the exact length as the gel that goes on them now um when I first got them I had tips but now that my nails are fully grown out like they're the exact length that I get them um they will put a very very thin layer of acrylic gel on the top of my nails just so that they don't break that's literally it I get them to do the thinnest the thinnest layer you've ever seen and if you're someone whose nails break um it's phenomenal I find that I've had this acrylic taken off as well it just doesn't damage my nails I know that acrylic can be a real love-hate relationship for some people and they think it's really really damaging and I'm sure depending on where you go what acrylic gel they use I'm sure that it can be very very damaging but I don't know what it is but they're just they nail it um, I am so boring with my nails, like my, my feet, like my toes and my nails kind of have to match. Otherwise I just, it doesn't feel quite right. I'm very much a nude nail girl. I put up a poll on, the, <laughs> I put up a poll on the pod Instagram the other day to like vote for what nails I should have for my honeymoon. Cause I just, I cannot decide two of them were like borderline the same thing, but one was like slightly pinker and one was more funny bunny. You guys voted for the pink one. So that's what I'm going to do. And I'm inclined to agree. The other two was like a colored tip and a red. You guys are exactly like me. Like I want to love it. I want to love it so bad, but I just can't. Every time I get there, I cave and I end up getting like a thin French tip or my normal nude nails or, oh, let's be really rogue and do like a slightly lighter pink. Like they must be so sick of me. Like Every time I go in there, I'm like, all right, we're going to we're going to mix it up. And they're like, mm-hmm, OK, Catherine, yep, sure, 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 sure. And then the second it comes down to crunch time and they have to put a color on, I'm like, wait, 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 maybe we just like maybe we just do nude. Such a wuss. I think it's because I get sick of things so quickly and I know I'm not going to get sick of that. And what would really bum me out is if I like went on my holiday or, you know, you go and you're so excited and you get your nails done. And then a weekend you're like, oh, my God, it doesn't go with anything. I regret my decision. It's just it's a silly thing, but as a girl, I feel like it's a big thing. It's just like, it's a big part of you, you know? 
that is all for today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in as always. I am going to miss chatting to you guys for a couple of weeks, as I said, but my inbox is always open. So feel free to message me topics you want to talk about, any advice, any just questions, queries, qualms, anything. I will respond. Um, But I hope you all have a phenomenal rest of your week and I will chat to you guys when I'm back.